the Bible with me, please, to the book of John chapter 6. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. And I'm going to be reading from verses from verses 1. After this thing, Jesus went up, went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were the days. And Jesus went up into a mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, like we learned yesterday, uh, you know, uh, in the revival, I mean, in the communion, the Passover, the one that was instituted when they left Egypt, I mean, before they left Egypt. If uh, now a Passover, a feast of the Jews was near. When Jesus, when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said unto Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? I pray for somebody I know you will not be stranded in Jesus' name. It doesn't matter which part of the world you are located. It doesn't matter how remote that place may be. You will not be stranded in Jesus' name. And this he said to prove him. For he himself knew what he would do. God knew what he would do with my life, with your life, with his church. So we don't need to stress ourselves. To worry ourselves unnecessarily. How shall it be? How shall this, uh, you know, be? Now, let's look at the response of one of the disciples, brother Philip. Brother Philip answered and said, answered him, two hundred penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a, a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad. You see, don't talk about how big your problem is. Don't, don't, don't magnify it in the ears of the Lord. No. Rather, it should press in for solution. Press in for solution. Press in. So there is a lad which had five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they? So what, what are they among so many? And Jesus said, make the, make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, a number about 5,000, only men only. And Jesus, that, you know, Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given them, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. Look at verse 12. He said, and when they were filled, when they were filled, the Lord will satisfy your longing soul in Jesus' name. Now he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragment that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragment of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Praise Master Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, now, um, you see, the, the word of God is true, is alive, is the living word. This word cannot die. That's what makes the Bible different from every other book in the world. Um, 
I was listening to is it a commentary or something about books. And we were told that since the beginning of the war till now, the best selling book in all generation to this very moment is the Bible. Is the Bible. The Bible has remained the, the only book in the entire universe till this now that has been selling again, 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 again. In fact, uh, this is the Guinness Book Award, uh, uh, Guinness Book of Record, is the one that gave that title, Guinness Book of Record. That is not a Christian organization. Says that over 6 billion copies of Bibles have been sold centuries over six billion that means if we do that math let's say for they are close to being correct if over six billion copies of the bible have been sold and you know statisticians or war guinness book or whatever you and all of them tells us that in the world where we live now that there is about maybe 6 billion or 7 billion people. What does that tell you? So it's like saying there's just about, about a billion left to match the number of human beings on the face of the earth. I think our God deserves the praise. Let's give him, give him a clap of him. Give him a clap of him. Give him a clap of him. Whatever you may do, give him a clap of him. I am excited about this. I don't know about you. It gives me great joy to learn that my Bible, the Word of God, my treasure book is the most is the is the book that has been selling ever selling book, best selling book of all time. Now, what does that tell us? Now, coming back to this story, this story narrates something to us. So we are looking at this morning: avoid waste, avoid waste, avoid waste. Now, Jesus Christ was, um, you know, why after ministering to the people. Of course, he goes from one place to another. He goes from one place to another. And then the next thing that he saw was that there was a great multitude that gathered before them. And then the Bible made us to understand that he trod an important question onto his disciple. And that question was, you know, when shall we buy bread that these may eat? What does that suggest to us? Is that Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ asks you a question, he already has an answer to that question. He only wants to know what is in your heart. So when God asks you to do something, when God poses anything to you as you go out in this week, as you set out for the week, I want you to know that Jesus already knew what he himself would do concerning your case. You need not to worry about anything. You need not to worry about any what is before you in this week. You have praised God. Then the next thing now is that to begin to trust God, expect great harvest. We have not seen anything yet. We have, we have had glorious testimony. I will continue to celebrate God for all this amazing testimony. But I can tell you that, that there are more that is coming. There are more that is coming. And it will come from you. It will come from me. It will come from your household. It will come from my household. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, but then Jesus Christ, after he had fed the people, we were told of how you know a lad had two 
you know, there's a large Yebes nine, which had five belly loaves and two small fishes. But there, but what are they among so many? So we had, you know, five barley loaves. That means five loaves of bread. It's like saying five lives, let's say slices of bread. And then it has two small fishes. And so, but the question, what would that do among the multitude? And the Bible tells us that the number of people that, that you know, the, 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 let's use men. The Bible tells us that there were 5,000 men. They were asked to sit. And usually the population of, uh, you know, of women are usually more than, you know, men, particularly when it comes to things like this. If you look at, for instance, our weekly services or Sunday services, um, you know, the, again and again, uh, the number of women in attendance sometimes is either by, you know, you have maybe five women more, two women more. So, so, and then you have children. Now, but the Bible just used men just as a point of contact to the women and to the children. So you could imagine there are more children, more children there and also, uh, you know, women because one man, you know, could have up to five children. One man could have up to 12 children. And then, so if if one man, if they counted 5,000, they counted 5,000 men, then if you imagine if there's a man there that has six children, that means all the six children joining with the wife, that is seven, plus him and his also there are eight. So the number was more than 5,000, but just to use the men as a point of contact. Now, but Jesus then said something. He said, when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragment that remain, that nothing be lost. So in other words, you can say the subtopic here, or another word for it is gather up the fragment. Now, one of the most important, uh, one of the uh, one of one of the major obstacles to bountiful harvest or to rejoicing is wastage, waste. Now, God frowns at it, and we must also we must block all form of leakages. Now, another thing here is that wastage is like leakages. It's like leakage when something is leaking. And so Jesus Christ specifically said, gather up the fragment. Now, you see, this way by which God, you know, thinks or that he wants us to live our life here now. If you, if, you, if, you, if you study your Bible very well to when Jesus, when God brought them out of the land of Egypt. Do you see that when the manna begins to fall, God will mention to them, just take only the little you can eat. And the Bible tells us that those that took little, they had, they were, they were not. It's not that they were hungry, you know. They were, they were fed, they were happy. Those that took much, they didn't have, you know, anything to to live over. God, you see, in the agenda of God, God designed the world by His original design that daily He supplies our need. That's why Jesus teaches us how to pray. Give us a give us a, a daily bread. Give us a daily bread. Give us a daily bread. Give us a daily bread. So God's plan is not that you wake up today and you'll be feeding on yesterday's food. No. If you read the open heaven in the not too long ago, our Father and the Lord was talking about, you know, what helped with long life, using himself, talking about microwave, talking about our new age fridge and all of that. Now you see in our you see it is not God's plan originally for us to say we are feeding on 
the food that was left over from yesterday. That was not his plan. Now, but even though, uh, you know, the things are the way it is now, thank God for the invention of fridge and all of that. God still doesn't want us to waste any food. Now, we are going to look at different kind of uh, wastage, leakages or things in our life that we must avoid. Now, the first one is don't waste your life. Don't waste your life. And then we are going to take other ones subsequently. Well, um, Jesus Christ here, even though he was talking about food, but God want me to tell you this morning, don't waste your life. How does that, what does that mean? You may ask, what does it mean not to waste my life? It simply means that, is that avoid wasting your time on what does not profit. Avoid wasting your, your energy or what does not satisfy. Avoid wasting your precious hard and resources on the things that does not bring glory to God. Do not waste your life. What does that mean? It simply means that, that you know, don't, don't spend your quality life pursuing what does not bring profit to the kingdom of God. It means that from this very moment, start living in God's purpose for your life. Don't waste your life. Life is very precious. It's like a vapor. And so if you don't take advantage of it, the Bible describes it as like a flower. Beautiful in the morning and wither in the evening. What does that tell us? A man is born and after birth, grow up and do whatever thing that, you know, if God is able to help him to accomplish in life and later he will grow old. And then that means withering. That's what the Bible described as flower. So don't waste your life is the first wastage we are looking at. And when we talk about your life is the most precious thing to God. The breath inside of you. And I'm not talking about collectively. I'm talking about individual. My own life is very precious to God. There are people that are wasting their life. How are they wasting their life? Well, they are investing their time in things that will not add value to their life, not to talk about the life of people around them. Do not waste your life. Don't start chasing what God did not want you to chase. It's a waste of life. When you start chasing the thing that does not bring glory to God or what God has not ordained for you to chase, then it's a waste of life. But life is very precious, brethren, than for anybody to waste his or her life. Uh, today is our introduction to this topic. We will pause here. Now, I want you to bow down your head. We have some prayer points to pray. Your first prayer point is, of course, to thank God. Now, you are going to omit your devices and say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. Thank Let you. this word mix with faith in my heart. If you are not sleeping, omit your device. If you are sleeping, the Lord will wake you up. Whatever you may be right now, in the name of Jesus, 
Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I give you the adoration. Thank you for the word of faith that God has brought unto you this morning. Don't avoid waste. And God is saying, don't waste your life. Don't waste your life. Your life is very precious. Father, I give you the glory for your word this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus, most powerful name. We are friends. Amen. Let your amen be resounding. Amen. Now, I want you to please write these prayer points down. Write them down. And then uh, you are going to unmute your, I mean, mute your devices and pray them. Uh, your next prayer point, you are going to say, Father. You are the great supplier. Great supplier. Please supply all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Go ahead and make that your prayer. Write that down very shortly. As you go in this week, ask God to supply all your needs. You have needs in your life. Your children have needs. Your husband, your wife, your extended family. Supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. Your next prayer point is, Father, I don't want to waste my life. Please help me, Lord, not to waste my life. Anywhere there is leakages in my life, please arise and intervene over my behalf. Go ahead and pray. That is your number three prayer point. I don't want to waste my life. I don't want to waste my life, Lord. Anywhere there is leakages in my life, anywhere there is wastage in my life, this morning I rise and block those leakages in the mighty name. Now, that's your prayer point number three. In the name of Jesus, your prayer point number four. You are going to say, mighty God. You are going to say, mighty God. This week and this month, I want to experience a bountiful harvest. Let there be an overflowing harvest coming my way. And then add your personal prayer point. Now, mute your devices. Pour out your heart unto God. You have the prayer point now. What to do with them is up to you. Now, are you here this morning? You are not born again. Are you here this morning? You have not invited Jesus into your heart. I want you to know that this Jesus, whom, whom we preach every day unto you, he loves you. He cares for you. I tell you, my life today is what it is today by because of Jesus. If not for Jesus, I don't even know what will have become of my life. So what I'm preaching to you is not fake. I'm not telling you fake. I'm telling you what I have proven. And that's why every morning God will put in my heart to tell you how much he loves you so that your own life can be changed. Are you here this morning? You have only been playing game with people and with God, but God knows you very well and he wants your soul saved. You're a member of a family. You are not born again. The best thing you can do this morning is to give your life to Jesus. Now, go ahead this morning. If you are here, you are not born again. Raise up your right hand, whatever you may be. I don't need to know you, but God knows you. And say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today, sinner. Please forgive me my sin. I'm sorry for the way I've wasted my life in the past. From today, Lord Jesus, redeem my life from wastage. Redeem my destiny from wasting. As from today, Lord Jesus, Lord, recover time for me. Recover all that I've lost. In the name of Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost and help me to walk before you and be perfect. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Father, as many that have prayed this prayer, forgive them their sins. Write their name in the book of life. 
In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Please make sure you are not sleeping. You have the next two minutes to pray. Make sure you are praying. You are praying. This is a very important prayer point. Lord, I don't want to waste my life. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Lord, you are the great supplier. Supply all my needs. Lord Jesus, as I go in this week and this month, I want to experience overflowing blessing. If you ask in faith, you will receive. Begin to give him the glory for answers to your prayer. Give him the praise. Give him the adoration. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Now, before we, I pray and then we'll round up, I want to give you a special assignment. Please do well to share these messages when the media make it available. I want to plead with you. There are your friends on Facebook, on social media that need to hear messages of not wasting their life. Please do them this favor. Be the evangelist. Just when the link is shared, is is a, I mean, actually, it's even on Anchor FM. I, I remember I used to share with her, you know, share with her colleagues, and they would talk about how that has blessed them. All you need to do is tell them, you know, share, send the link to them, or tell them to go to Anchor FM, not to waste their life. You never know what that would do to somebody. Maybe your brother, your sister, your siblings, your uncle. Let us pray. Father, this morning I bless your name for your word that you have brought unto us this morning. We are grateful again. Lord Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus. In any area we have been wasting our life or whatever thing you have committed into your hand, we ask for mercy. Let your mercy prevail. Today, Lord Jesus, as your children have prayed, Lord, let there be let there be an end to any form of leakages in their life. Whatever may be leaking up their destiny, leaking up their life, leaking up their strength, leaking up their resources, this morning, Lord, block every leakages. Lord, in the name of Jesus, let there be no more waste in our life. As we go out in this week, in the name of there will be abundance. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will supply all your needs. That means you cannot tell man. Today, God will visit you. He will send helpers to you. In the name of Jesus, bumper harvest your testimony, overflowing testimony, overflowing harvest your testimony in this week in the name of Jesus. When next we gather, you will have testimony. In Jesus' most powerful name, we are praying. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, God's good and mercy shall follow you 
all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.